AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. It is the Matt McNeil Show. It is my absolute privilege and pleasure and delight to welcome back to the show Robert Brill, comedian extraordinaire. He is going to be on the leap day. This is an easy one to remember. On the 29th, a week from today, he'll be at the 318 Cafe in Excelsior at 8 p.m. Tickets are available. I'll put the link out a little bit later on. Robert, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. How are you, Matt? I'm doing well. Where you you've been? Yeah, have you done many shows out outside of the state lately? On in other big cities? Uh, yeah, almost exclusively. Uh, I was where have I been? I was in North Carolina two or three weekends ago. That's There's a right. club called the Idiot Box there, so I was in North Carolina. Um, Calgary. I was up in Canada, Cowtown. How uh, oh, doing it, a week at the Comedy Cave? How did that go up in Calgary? Oh, that went well. That, that they're they're not big fans of Justin Trudeau uh, in Calgary. That may come as a shock. So <laughs> I I did uh, a few blackface jokes that they really enjoyed. Wow, uh, up wow. there. So that yeah. <laughs> well, they they there it is. They they copied a little bit of MAGA in that in those in those two central provinces in Saskatchewan and Alberta. They they do kind of love that far right mentality there. Oh yeah. So I mean, I I since obviously I do have that political bent, it uh, didn't take too much to switch the targets from some of my more likelier ones to other ones that they would enjoy. Uh, even more so yeah i i kind of uh ridiculed trudeau a, a fair amount they definitely enjoyed that uh i want to ask you because i i don't think i've ever asked you about hecklers and you know you, well you know me you've you've done comedy around me i get giggly so there's there's no heckling coming from me <laughs> i just laugh yeah. and i think most people are like me they just kind of laugh it always amazes me someone that goes to a comedy club and decides this is my job is to heckle. Where do do you have a town that's always been bad for heckling? No, I think at least for me anyway, rarely is is heckling an issue and I think uh a lot of it has to do with my style and my my delivery because it is very like rat a tat tat rapid fire. And so I usually start out of the gate kind of, I know a lot of comics like to start with crowd work, but I've seen that go wrong because, you know, if the crowd is drunk or they're ornery or whatever, and you're kind of giving them license to take over. And so I like to come out of the gate, just kind of guns blazing with, um, you know, one joke after another. And then I kind of condition them to almost like self-police a little bit if there is some, some kind of chatter. So rarely do I have, uh, hecklers because i don't i don't do the rhetorical questions oh yeah. what do you guys want to talk about who here you know it's i already know what i'm gonna say so unless unless i have to do crowd work or if i mean there have been a few times for me it's, it's more of an issue of and this happened uh at running aces a few weeks ago for the late show like the entire left side of the room just wasn't into me <laughs> and so it was like and it would, I, 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 I imagine they weren't seated that way, but like the right side of it was on board, was laughing, and uh, the left, ironically, it was the left uh, that let me down. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so I eventually just kind of to, uh, playfully tore into them a little bit. And it's weird because if you, if you make fun of them for not laughing, then they, they kind of enjoy it, or at least they did. And then, 
you know, but it was so I, I guess my issue more is, is people just like staring blankly at me while I perform because it's like, well, give me something. Give me a response here. Like, even if you even if you actively dislike me, I can I, I don't like me half the time either. So we're going to find common ground if that's it. But just, you know, give me something here. It's not German art house, for God's sakes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, is English your second language? Is this what's like? Just let me. Is anyone mourning anything over here? Did you have a loved one die recently, and you want to bring that energy to my show? Like, let me know where you're coming from. Uh, the have you ever had one really bad heckler that you just said, "Okay, I'm putting you in your place right now." Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, I've heard, what I I've usually heard, get. I've I've heard from some comedians that is like it depends on the comedian because there's a lot of comedians that rarely, if ever, like yourself, get a, a heckler. And I think it is you just nailed it. Is that the guys that kind of go in and know what they're going to talk about there? And it, but there are other comedians that they're almost anticipating hecklers. Oh yeah, like we. I mean, I don't know how much of the audience remembers, but I know uh, you know Mike Lester, one yeah. of my best buddies in comedy, a real goofy dude. And Hill, I think, just because he dresses so outlandish and says such zany things that I think he kind of often invites the heckling a little bit. And then, like, no one's better at destroying a heckler than Mike because he's had so much practice at it. But, I, yeah, there are definitely comics that invite it. And I think I have to be careful, too, because... Uh, my responses usually tend to be tend to be pretty uh, sharp and cutting, and it. I've learned uh, that I can, depending on what I say, <laughs> I, I can go from from being like everyone's enjoying the show to being like the bad guy in an interaction <laughs> pretty quickly if I if I don't watch myself. So I try to to balance a, a, a decent amount of self deprecation in it, or if it's a heckler that clearly everyone is against and stuff, but um, I, it, it is a delicate line for me to walk in many ways, just because with, with what I'm prepared to say and how I say it, I have a very good stranglehold on the um, audience's perception of me. Like mm -hmm. this is what they're seeing. This is how they, and you know, if it's just a drunk lady and I sit, you know, a zinger that Lester could probably get away with because he's goofy oh. and stuff. And then you have a guy that looks like me and it, it might be seen as punching down or whatever. And not to say I couldn't pull it off, yeah. but it, it's certainly, um, it's not anything I feel comfortable doing. So if anything, I'll try to just maybe talk over it or, or talk a little faster. And then in my experience, who's ever with the person will kind of self-police. You'd be like, shut up, we're missing what he's saying, and stuff like that. So, uh, is it, Was it Bill Burr? I was, I was listening to the Smartless podcast a few weeks ago, and they were talking to a comedian, and he was saying, Bill Burr apparently walked out into a stage, and I guess it was in Philly, and they hated him. Oh, yeah. And he basically tore the crowd apart for 20 minutes, and by the time of it, they were cheering for him. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's well, that's Philly, too. Yeah. But, yeah, that was one of those, like, going viral before – viral was anything but yeah i encourage anybody that hasn't done it to go on youtube and after buying tickets for my show uh, at the 318 cafe next thursday i encourage them to, in excelsior minnesota i encourage them to yeah youtube bilber fill it up because it's this outdoor comedy show so it's already yeah. not great and it's in <laughs> philadelphia strike two and everybody is is drunk and, and horrible and so bill burr basically 
uh, craps all over the whole city, makes fun of their sports heroes. They have a statue made of Rocky. Like that's, you know, it's not even a real guy. Like that's your, your peak of athletics. And then he counts down the amount of time he has left. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I've, I've had a few, now that you, now that you got me down that train of thought, I guess I have had a few drunken bar shows where it is kind of the wild west. And fortunately I've done enough terrible open mics and, and wild open mics where you just kind of have to, and it's a skill that, you know, you don't want to develop, but it's probably good to have it through the course of doing however many bad shows and stuff or whatever, where you're like, well, I'm not going to get any prepared material done Mm -hmm. because everyone is drunk and has no attention span. So I'm just going to have to make fun of people the whole time. And then you just kind of try to stereotype the people, not racially, but like, okay, this is the town (laughs) drunk. Uh, This is the town floozy this guy's corrupt this guy and then you just kind of have conversations and do callbacks and bounce around and and stuff like that and yeah do whatever you can to get out of there i think it's 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 that but isn't that really kind of the the hurdle for comedians that if you are serious about it you've got to go through that that the the andy dufresne sewer crawl of a show and get out on the other side of the pipe and that if you can do that guess what you're going to be a successful comedian you're going to have some success if you can't well maybe find a different job really yeah well i mean i I think it also depends too because there are some comics that i that i love and are super funny but they're definitely more slower paced more thoughtful more and it's just a matter of like well they're they're just not gonna do those shows there won't be asked because there's so many different kinds of shows and stuff but it's it's definitely you know, you're going to get offered a lot more of the bar shows and, yeah. and stuff like that as well. But it's certainly, I mean, it, if anything, it's just another tool to have in the belt that allows you, if you do find yourself unexpectedly with a, a horrible drunken uh, show on your hands, that you're like, then, then I think you, like the Bill Burr thing is a perfect example of, you know what, if there's one or two people here that are actually paying attention and get comedy, and I'm getting them to laugh. I'm just going to play to them the whole time. And I'm going to make fun of the town. I'm going to make fun of everything in here. And because at that point, uh, and I don't know whether or not Bill Burr had gotten paid yet, but I know there's been a few times where I've, I've gone there and it's been, it's the, 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 the vibe isn't good and everything. And I'm like, hey, if you want a good show, pay me now. Cause I'm not <laughs> running away, but pay me now. And, and because once you do get your money, you're like, okay, this is just all right. I'm th- this is whatever. I you you're a bit more confident. And you're like, okay, well, this is because normally, um, unless they're just imbeciles, like <laughs> comedy people get like this Philly. is ideal. <laughs> Philly. So rarely did they like. <laughs> oh, how come you couldn't win over all these? A troubled alcoholic with the <laughs> the big buck hunter machine next to you and the dartboard right by the stage and that guy that the ambulance had to take you couldn't win over that crowd what's the matter with you? Uh, uh, it is not an easy business, man. You guys, you you got you've got talent, my friend. Uh, do, are you currently wearing a pair of Trump high top sneakers? Uh, I am not. No, I don't even think those are. I think I, like no one's going to get them for like a few more months, right? Well, there's I, there are at least four or five industrial health hazards associated with those sneakers that I think there's <laughs> not to be worn on the feet or touched by humans. There's going to be so many disclaimers in that packaging when it gets there. 
Did they allow you to like leap over indictments in a single bound? Like, what is the benefit to the the Trump shoe? Like, isn't it supposed to be athletes that come out with shoes? Like, this doesn't even make sense. Like, if it was a veto pen or something, sure. But like, are you supposed to wear them when you putt? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, we should get a pair. Each one get a pair, and then go to a golf course. Go play around. Yeah, yeah. When when you're on your way from one trial to your next trial, (laughs) do it in comfort. Do it in style. Oh God, it's nice that you're coming over on the uh, west side here, man. I am. Yeah, I didn't even know where Excelsior was when I booked it. I'm like, what is this? What is this King Arthur magical land? And then I looked it up. I was like, oh, that's just St. Louis Park, Hopkins, that over there. (laughs) So yeah, it'll be fun. I haven't been in that part of the. Uh, city in a long time. I used to live in SLP, but even I didn't go west. I always went east. So I actually went there yesterday and dropped off some flyers and stuff for the show. And it's a cute little town. Oh, Excelsior is great, man. And it's a, it's a good yeah. night out too. And you're on leap day. Was that by design or just it happened on the calendar? I, that's, that's when they wanted to do it. And I was certainly free on a Thursday and it's a door <laughs> deal. So I would love for people to come. If this was a set fee, I probably wouldn't have even hit you up, Matt. I would have been like, I'm making my $200 and I am phoning this. Not that I ever phone in. Well, sometimes, no, but is, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a door deal. So I need people to come to this bad boy. And, uh, I, yeah, if, uh, if you haven't, uh, I mean, I would imagine most people on, on your show of, uh, are a little familiar with my stuff, but if they're not, look me up and uh, come come check out the show. Get his comedy albums. Go over to iTunes. Yeah. Go get the comedy albums. They're fantastic. You will roll with that. You will also roll in Excelsior on Leap Day on the 29th, next Thursday, the 318 Cafe, 8 p.m., $20 at the door. I'll put the link out there so people can get out there. Uh, let's fill it up. Let's fill that place up for Robert. I would love that. Thank it, you. It yeah. would be fantastic if we could. Robert, as always, you're always welcome here, man. Uh, I look forward. Maybe I'll try to swing over there on Thursday, all right? Yeah, please do. It'll be fun to hang out. All right, man. You take care. Robert okay. Burrell, kind enough to join us. We'll take a break. Come on back. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950.